Merry Christmas Sunday, everybody. We are here. We are excited. We are a little cold, but it's okay. We have some announcements real quick that we are going to get started before we get moving into this Christmas Sunday service. First of all, it is so good to see every single one of you here this morning wearing your festive ties or your festive sweaters. I see all of you. And I like it. If I don't get to you personally to compliment you, no. I like it, okay? And if you make it a chance, come say something about my tie because it's green and red. And so if you have a chance, no worry about it. But if you do, I'll enjoy it. Um, we have some events coming up. We have today is Christmas Sunday. And then tonight, on. And then the 25th is no service because that is going to be actually Christmas Sunday. And then on the 28th, we will have jam. So let's stand up. So I can get away from these announcements. (laughs) But we are excited to do what we came here to do, do what we were put here to do, and that is give glory and worship to God right now. So let's move into worship this Sunday morning. Amen.
Jesus. There's no name like that name. His name is still wonderful, counselor, mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting one. Just worship with us as we sing. Savior of the world 
Sorry about that. I have a little little excess paper up here today, so we're just working our way around that. My goodness, I'm grateful to be in the house of the Lord on this Christmas Sunday. Can I get an amen for that? Amen. Thank God, thank God. We have a few prayer requests we're going to take before the Lord here right now. Sister Renee Flowers, Brother Matt Ashton, he had surgery on his neck. Gage Giberson, Sister Ella Mae Bristow, Mary Lou Morton, Sherry Harrison, Carolyn Beach, Christy Sullivan, Dennis Shannon, Charles Iyer, Linda Ferris, Rhonda Sisson, Jimmy Black, Katie Mercado, Alex Stevens, Vicki Says, Jonathan Crawford, Millie Gambary, Rex Foster, Bob Bolton, Billy Bolton, Lois Weems, Chaplain Steve Gibbs, Robert Newberry, Michael Barnett, Kathy Caldwell, George and Mildred Pratt, Nelson and Missy Miller, Michael Green, Loretta Edwards, Brother Sister Bristow, Brother Sister Proctor, Brother Sister Trinado. And then right here we have, surgery went well, everything is good. Should come home today from Brother Matt Ashton. So that's awesome. That's a praise report right there. And then for Brother David and Sister Denise Bell, both of them are sick. And so please keep them in your prayer request. You know, as, as, as we were just singing that song, I was, I was kind of thinking of the one that was sticking out to me was Everlasting Father. And that, that to me means, means more than really a lot of the other ones. Just as far as title today at least. Because it just sometimes there's, there's something different. Especially being a, a, a boy, a man. About your father. And you know there, I'm sure it's the same thing with daughters as well. But as far as I can relate that's my knowledge. I'm, that's all I've got is I'm a son. And so there's something about when it says everlasting father. And I see all the things that I've been brought through in my life. And I've seen all the things that I've gotten my own self into. And that's just what a father does. Is he loves still. He loves still. And I, and I love the still because that means through it all. No matter what, no matter the circumstances, still. He loves. And he's everlasting, meaning perpetual. Meaning forever. Meaning always. Meaning no matter what. And so this morning, whenever we were just singing that song in practice, and then right now, I'm harping on that, and I'm grateful for that. And my thankfulness could not be expressed enough for my everlasting father than today. And of course, in seven days when it was truly his birth. But if you have any special need today, or any just small need, it doesn't have to be a special need, it doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to be you facing the entire world on your own it can just be something as small as stubbing your little pinky toe which I know that hurts bad (laughs) I've done it several times but if you if you have any sort of need in your life or if you feel called to step in for any of these names on this list or just for anyone in your own world brother Jerry
Okay, Fred. Fred what? Plata. Fred Plata. So keep that name in as well. I serve a God. If it's his will, Fred's going to get brought through it. If it's his will, and I understand that's hard for us to understand sometimes because his will is beyond our understanding, and he tells us that in the Bible. But I believe, and I have the faith, that if it is God's will, that he's going to get brought through, just like any other situation. So if you have a need, please please feel free to come down to the front, and our ministers will anoint you with oil. Jesus, oh God, I plead your blood over these names on this list. I plead your name over these names and over these problems, Jesus. And I believe and I have the faith, God, that, Lord, if it be your will, that your will would be done in these situations and that you would bring these people through. No matter what it is, no matter how big, no matter how small. In Jesus' name, amen. I've got nothing new How could I express All my gratitude I could sing these songs As I often do But every song
nothing else fit for you Sure you're gonna get all of my praise Come on my soul Oh don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord Come on my soul Oh don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord You're worthy of it. 
Thank you for the spirit we feel in this place this morning. And God, I pray that you bless every single person in here as they give unto you. I pray that you bless what is given and that you bless the giver and you anoint the word today and it is brought forth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Did you
people we are to have a country, a land that still gives us the opportunity to become whoever we want to be. And I would like for us just to thank him again for the privilege of hosting his spirit and his word. Father, for those two things, we are grateful that we could house your truths and change the formula of life. That we could house your spirit and overcome every difficulty in this world. Praise God. God bless you as you're seated. What a genuine joy it is to minister the Word of God to such phenomenal people. I'm never unaware that you could be anywhere else that you wanted to be. I am extremely aware that you have brought yourselves to the presence and the purpose of Jesus Christ. Not my preferences, but the preferences of the Word of God. And so today, it's one of the most exciting days. I know it don't sound like it yet, but it is one of the most exciting days to be able to share truths that make you free from the law of sin and death. Sin and death works in our members every day. The Bible makes it very clear that we are every day to crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. Those lustful spirits 
continually want us to be in domination and in charge. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. And the Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. Those are not metaphorical religious phrases. Those are the mind of God. They are transmitted to us through verbs, adjectives, nouns, pronouns, and action. And so today I always, as always, come fearfully because I know that he doesn't want me to misrepresent him. I would be in severe violation if I misrepresent him. And so he said, a broken and a contrite spirit will he in no wise cast out. So you may look weak to the people in the world because they don't mind defying God. They don't mind being disobedient to the word of God. They don't mind going to a house that sells them tickets to heaven. They don't mind that. They can read the book and see the diversity of the ticket they got. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not an option except that you can choose to do with it or without it. You can talk in tongues though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity I am a sounding brass a tinkling cymbal he doesn't say you don't have any life there he said it's just off course and it has a lack of symmetry to it so those are critical issues and so today we're going to uh, look at some things that I think are going to help us to be more excited about kingdom living than perhaps ever before. Because his church, those that name the Christ, name the name of Christ, the Bible said, should depart from this world. Separation is not the way you dress. Separation is the way you live. And you dress because you think way the right way. You dress because you cultivate this holiness spirit. And you don't want to leave anything out. Neither your voice, the way you think. Fear hath torment. Perfect law of alignment with God. Holiness, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, you're confident that the giant is going to fall. Don't care how small you may feel, David threw one stone and got the results that God wanted because his name was glorified because David obeyed. So we're going to look at some things here today. And uh, right now, God's people that are serving him with day in and day out are poised and positioned for an upcoming upcoming revival that man has yet to experience. See, that 
we look backwards sometime and want to relive the old days. No, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. The same guy that got it started is going to finish it up. We ought to be looking forward right now, not backward and wanting to go back to yesterday, but going into the fullness of the messianic power structure that God has designed. He never decided for this thing to get flatlined. It's always going up. And as you get this concept growing in grace and in knowledge, that's not an idea that like, oh, well, no, no, no. That's a command of the Spirit. And so growing in grace, and, and you need to evaluate yourself, but don't get down on yourself. Judge not lest you be judged. But then he turns around and says, can you not judge these matters? Can you not tell whether when you back up to the wall, if you've grown a half inch or when you meet the next problem, you've grown to meet that problem with going to the house of God, studying the word of God daily, talking the word of God, living the word of God. And the first thing, you know, mount up with wings as eagles, mount up with wings as eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, the eagle is one of the greatest attributes that he gives to us as a designated reality that we, the people of God, are going to fly the highest. We're going to be able from the heights to see the little rabbit running across the field. The eye of the eagle is phenomenal. And the eye of the kingdom is phenomenal. The eye of the kingdom can tell when I'm losing my balance the eye of the kingdom can tell when I'm looking at false concepts of life the eye of the kingdom is that I can see the righteousness of God in the word of God and I realize I'm sorry about that I realize that the spirit of truth is the vital necessity it's not just reading the truth or being able to quote it. It's living it that gets the spirit or the meat out of it and brings out to full fulfillment the truth of that spirit. So we must be aware that the revival comes always through need. Nobody gets hungry unless you start feeling weak, trembly. And when you're feeling weak and trembly about what's going on with COVID and all this other stuff that's going on, you need a revival, not a regression. Oh, well, I better, uh, I better not pray so much and I better not get so f- liberated. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice in it, he said, and I will be glad in that day. And when you can't rejoice in a day and you can't be glad in a day and you're suffering privations and your head is between your knees, I'm here to tell you, you need to touch the hem of his garment because there's still virtue in the name and the Holy 
Holy Ghost and the fire is still alive. I don't want to die in the fire and walk out of here and just live out there in the mundane and trying to find my reality and people that's got all kind of money and got all kind of uh, uh, accolades for their diplomas, etc. I want somebody that's been to the cross. I want somebody that's gone through the tomb. I want somebody that lives on high. I want somebody that cares about me like he cares about me. When I was at my worst, he picked me up. And that's what we're going to do to this world. There's some worse people out there, but we're going to buddy up with them. And we're going to say, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. We're about to cast all the demons out. We're about to cast all the weakness out. We are the church of the living God. We're not a religious institution. We are a living organism that is made and created by the lamb slain. Oh, I wish some of you men would stand up and say, I claim the victory for this city. I claim the victory for our assembly. I claim the victory for our families. I claim the victory for our school system. I claim the victory for our political world. We are not slowing down. We are going to gird up the loins of our mind and we're going to complete with the sword of the Spirit and the sword of the Word and we're going to help somebody this week. Hallelujah. There's never been a day that God was more needed than now. You say, how's that? Because he's already given everything he's going to give. That means the end is here. He gave the law and the prophets. He gave Adam and Eve the best. And from there until now, you're seeing that men and women have cultivated what we call religious asylums almost because it's a jail cell that has no liberties. When you're stuck, you are in religion. Salvation makes you free from the law of sin and death. We're not talking about going to the house of God. We're talking about going to the house of God so we can learn to be the God of our house, our temple. We're learning to be the God of salvation. We're learning to be the God that has all things possible. We're learning to be the God. That's that's why we go to the house of God. That's why he says you renew, you're saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. You don't. He don't say you're saved by getting it. You're just born. Anybody got a two-year-old or less here that you can hold up? Yeah, well, thank God we got some fabulous teachers. Oh, oh, look at this gorgeous one over here. Now, I promise you, she's a live wire. And she is a beautiful live wire. But she can't cook. And she pleads for food because she can't cook it herself. And then we get to thinking because we've gotten to be 30 or 40 or even 15, if you're not careful, that we can cook everything ourselves that we need for salvation. No. Little children, come unto me, he said. And that don't change. We are still going to school. 
on how to operate. And that's why I have paraded the last six months over and again the constellation and the universe. I've tried to put it on a picture because eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered the heart of man what we're going to rule and reign with him in. It, it just this. If He said, right now, if you'll just learn to rule and reign your body and you'll bring it under subjection every day and make it a, a holy place where the glory of angels and the glory of the word and the glory and the likeness of the Messiah operate out of your head and heart and your hands it ought to be so that when the people of this city just touch our hands they ought to sense an aura a spiritual aura can you tell it when people don't wear cologne hello they ought to have a snuff sensitivity that there's something about this young lady. I want you, I just love that smile you give us. Look at this. Now see if that don't make you want to smile. Look at that. That makes everybody, look at everybody. I mean, even the old people are smiling. Ladies and gentlemen, there ought to be such a joy and peace and righteousness that emanates from the kingdom people that everybody that looks at them said, man, there's something about that people. There's something about the way they dress. It's something about the way they talk. It's the, something about the way they're excited. There's something about the way they don't get down. When the world gets down, they get up and they shine like a noonday sun and they let the glory of joy and righteousness and peace ease out of their heart via their mind and their tears if necessary weep with them that weep that's a kingdom idea when you see somebody on the street and you see somebody on your job weep with them don't wait oh my god I gotta cry no you do what Jesus did you move into their situation with them for those few minutes and you think, man, if that was me, I would appreciate somebody weeping with me. And if you weep with them, the Bible teaches us that we'll move into joy. That's the real concept of Christianity. So we must be aware that revival always comes through need. Do you have any neighbors that need? Do you have anybody on your job that has a need? Do you have anybody in your house that has a need? Seek the Lord with all of thine heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I will tell you, he will transform your mind into his mind. And he will get that mind into your mind. And you will look at your little honey babies. And you'll look at your little wife or your husband and say, Sweetheart, let me tell you something. I just touched the hem of his garment. And there's virtue flowing through my hands. There's virtue flowing in my mind. There's virtue flowing in this house. Now, I'm fixing to pray with you and I'm going to believe you and me are going to have a celebration here in a day or two or, or a week or two but I'm here to tell you that that's the beauty of the church or the kingdom of God power I wish you'd tell somebody power is nearer to you than you can imagine your weakness is only made known in strength because you see strength and your weakness is known because you see the others living in another world. 
And that's why there are certain people that lost their energy of the Holy Ghost and the, didn't understand how to let the Holy Ghost work in them. And they have reduced their religious relationship and they're trying to find anything they can that would satisfy them plateauing with them or acting in the way they want them to think. And that's why so many preachers have given in because they lost crowds. Jesus lost a crowd and kept being God. The crowd crucified him and he kept being God. We're not giving up, giving in, or giving out. We are going to share the glory of what he did for us when he pulled us out. I know a lot of people in order to be a member of the church just did the things that the church asked them to do because they wanted to be a part of something great. But ladies and gentlemen, after a while, that stuff wears off. But let me tell you that in you a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Don't quit. That springing up of the water of the glory of God doesn't ever run dry. I'm here to tell you the wells of salvation are full and that is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost and the glory of the Lord. We have never seen a day when the church is more needed and more absolutely light in a dark social system. So we must be aware revival comes through need and we are in that position now. The thrill for true believers is I am more important now than I was yesterday. Your yesterdays cannot be overcome in the sense of changing them. But what can happen is that by changing or accepting more of the word and becoming more powerful in the spirit of truth, that all of a sudden the river of life. Right now, the river of life is TVs and movies that really feed the passion of flesh. There was a reason in years gone by that we taught people not to get hooked up to athletics, not to get hooked up to all of these things because what happened is they started giving their temple to mediocrity and then don't study and watch TV and don't get the wrong movies and, and finally the church realized that one of the greatest medias in the world is a television and why not put an apostolic preacher on TV and why not put an apostolic preacher on radio and why not get some light out there in the corridors of life we have made some changes if you look at your history you're going to find out that almost every preacher that ever pastored a church has made changes. Mother and dad makes changes. If you're smart, you're going to make the changes that lead upward. If you're wise, you're going to find the spirits that lead upward and not mediocre and level off with carnality and the world itself. I'm here to tell you there ought to be some shouting going on in our soul that there's still a living God and his name is Jesus Christ. 
Christ and he has all the answers for every problem in life. I'm here to tell you I'm shouting not because I'm great but because I serve a God that is greater than anything I've ever met. I've never met a a social system that can match his spiritual system. There ought to be a craving in our heart for ladies particularly with our men that we are finding limp-wristed men that are actually turning to another male for their future. We men have got to take a stand, not with our fist and not with our mouth, but with our life. Be strong in the Lord. And that strength will help deter what's happening. But of course, if we just feel like we can't make any changes and we can't do much out there, then we just sort of just, you know, dress like them, talk like them, act like them, and then they don't feel bad at us. They're going to probably hate you at first. They're probably going to despise you at first. Somebody say Jesus was hated and despised of all men. And of all things, he was despised and hated by the religious system. It was not in them to sense future. They had the future they wanted. And the religious system is what's killing him now because they deny the word. And when people see people that don't live the word, they just have a hard time believing the word works when everybody tells them, I'm a Christian. Because if the word is not working, you're not getting free. But the book says... You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You get rid of all that damnation. You get rid of all that condemnation. You get rid of all of that weakness. You grow in grace and in knowledge. You're not going to do it all in one night. You're going to do it over time. That's why I said forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is. It's not because we're starving to death we eat breakfast. It's not because we're starving to death we eat lunch. It's not because we're starving. We've gotten used to eating because eating helps us to get strong and become unless you eat the wrong stuff. And, and you know, you can enlarge your coast a lot of different ways. And the Bible uses that, enlarge thy coast. He's talking about spiritual life. That day shall not take you unaware because I am going to share in my word and that is going to become a literal power structure so if Christ be not raised from the dead then you're still in your sins the Bible said but each year and each day life should celebrate his life now right now if we really believe that the Lord is coming it has become such a 
a, a, a thing that it, it, it becomes just like an, a mundane statement. Well, you know, we've been hearing for years. Some of you got in the church because in the 70s it looked like, and, and, and even in back in the 50s, uh, uh, it looked like, and, and, and then, of course, for sure, when we turn the year 2000, man, the, the false prophets were out there saying, I'm telling you, when that clock turns 2000, it's over. Well, after you hear about all that stuff, the first thing you think is that there's not any preaching going on that's going to help us. All it is is what we like. And so if we like mashed potatoes, we don't like them baked. And if we like baked potatoes, we don't like them mashed. It's weird how many people look at food and don't like the looks of it, and yet they eat it. Brother Clint, you have been privileged to stick needles in people, haven't you? Do they ever sort of wince before you get to them? Do you have to explain every little detail of what might happen to them if they don't take the needle? And do you try to explain to them the best you can what happens when you do give them the needle but they still don't really well hurry up man I like it no you don't typically like preaching But if the preacher can convince you that I'm fixing to annihilate through the word, through the blood, through the name, and through the power of the Holy Ghost, that you're going to develop an immunity to all the carnal concepts of the life that absolutely drag you down and pull you under until when you go to the house of God, you don't even feel like worshiping the God of the house because you've been serving flesh all week and you don't have any glory for him. I'm here to tell you when you serve the Lord every day and you see the victory coming every day you got some praise when you get to his house and that's why he says you need to be at the house because your kids are going to see you and your people are going to see you your brothers and your sisters are going to see you shouting and dancing and they're going to know your God is real. He's still alive. He's not dead. And when they see us shouting over a touchdown in a baseball carrier, doing something great, they and we clap, oh, yeah. And then when they hear us say, oh, me. And they don't hear that about sin, and they don't hear that about Holy Ghost victory. Ye are living epistles known mainly of your mate and known mainly of your children, known mainly of your parents. Way too late for us to be playing Pentecost. Way too late for us to be playing holiness. I have seen people dress up like they ought to dress and still have a negative attitude and a gossiping spirit and can't wait to tell something pitiful about their neighbor. You say, Pastor, you own a wrong, wrong road today. I'm telling you, I'm on the king's highway. You read in your book what I'm preaching. I'm here to tell you, he said the preacher that won't preach don't deserve to eat. 
I'm not placating this flesh. I am getting you ready for the trump of God that is going to sound. And you can listen to all of the naysayers. And you can listen to all the ones that look wise. And you can look at the ones that's got big crowds. But I'm here to tell you the reason God showed me Gideon is because he started a church with 32,000. It went downhill the more he preached. And yet he got his job done. 300 people. And he whipped the world that was out there falsifying itself that's huge stuff it's in your bible let's read luke 6 20 jesus lift up his eyes on his disciples and said blessed be ye poor for yours is the kingdom of god blessed are you that hunger now For you shall be filled. Blessed are you that now weep. For you shall laugh. Oh, I think we ought to stop right here and weep a couple of tears. Or at least truly sense the need of our city. Our school system. Our political system. And let's weep over our city and county right now. I wish some of you men would just. Cry out to God for our city. He said, cry aloud. Weep for your children. They're going to have to grow up with all that rot. Oh, God, don't let us just go through another syndrome. Don't you let this preacher let this people down. Oh, God, for the sake of every child, give every preacher in this city a fresh anointing, a fresh reason to preach, a fresh purpose in preaching, a fresh freedom in preaching, a fresh glory from the Word. My God, I'm praying for everybody in this city and this county. I am praying today for every man to take his backbone and make it work for the muscles and to make it work for the bone structure, the doctrines of the Word. I'm praying, God, that revival break loose in this house today until the fire spreads in every home and on the phone and we suddenly begin to pray more than we watch TV and we suddenly begin to study the word until we absolutely live in the word until we live for the word until we absolutely emanate the word in our work our voice, our actions, our thought patterns. I'm here to tell you revival is knocking on the door of the United Pentecostal Church God is not satisfied yet. He wants a people that love him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength and love to praise him and love to glorify his name on the street, glorify his name in the house, glorify his name in the word. I'm here to tell you there's a revival knocking on the door of the house of God. Oh, hallelujah. 
I wish all of our leaders that are in here right now, you men, I want you to stand up and just show people how to praise God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is a time that we let and declare our position in the kingdom. We're not warped. We're not wired. We are absolutely on fire. This city is going to experience a revival. And this city is going to know who really is God. Oh, hallelujah. Everybody in the house, would you mind clapping to him? God, thank you that you're alive. And watch watch these things. Blessed are ye that weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men shall hate you. See, that's one of the reasons we don't do the things we ought to do. Because men cynically look at you and say, really? Now, if it's not done from the heart, we deserve to get the criticism. If we're just doing it to be Pentecostal, we're not going to have the thrill of having an overcoming spirit. Dressing Pentecostal or holy is important, but you can fake it. I have been to people's hearts and lives that know how to quote the scripture better than I do in some cases. But they just never live it. They can tell you scriptures that will frustrate your mind if you don't have an understanding of the word. It is critical that we don't just go to the house of God. The house of God is where the preacher keeps getting us straightened out, not by his type thinking, but by the word of God. If he don't preach the word and teach the word and live the word, then the word becomes invaluable in the sense of it has no real value because the preacher is the one that's got to show forth righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And when you just have to fake it, it is not a river of living water. We all know how to, even people we don't like, hi. Hey, Sam. Hello, good to see you. so long since I saw you. Oh, I'm shocked because you never called. put my burden over on your back because your back seems stronger and you seem to have more strength in the word and you seem to have more strength in the spirit and, and, and I wanted to call you but I was just afraid I can't tell you how many of those people are out yonder do any of y'all not remember some of that that you wish somebody would have knocked on your door with a kindness and said how come you're not at church 
Man, I was thinking about you the other day. And I was thinking how it would be for me if I got caught up and entangled in the things of life. And I, I sort of sunk out of sight there. And it would have just been so nice if somebody would have called and said, Man, I know what it's like to go through hell. And, and I want to tell you, God got me out. And, and I just had to, by faith, get up again and, and, and get moving again. And, and the first thing you know, they're back on the firing line. Anybody here ever been that low and you got revived because somebody cared? Oh, God, what a revival is out there. There are starving, hungry people waiting on us to come. But uh, we're so busy. I mean, if they come to church, we'll help them. But, man, forget it if that. Rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy. Behold, your reward. Somebody say your reward. I wish you'd tell your wife or husband or your children or your husband, or your, your ch- uh, anybody around there, friend, your reward. Your reward is going to be what you sowed. What your distribution level was. Faith without works is dead. And I don't want a blotted out diary of my life. I want a diary that's full. Michael, do you have any run in you? not picking on him I'm choosing him because I've never pushed him to do that I think maybe one other time I asked him to but he didn't come out of Pentecostal church background he didn't come out of a United Pentecostal atmosphere but when he got a hold of truth and truth started doing some stuff in his life he could not wait to dance when we offered an opportunity to dance and shout but brother Michael don't you ever let that stuff get stale don't you look at people that have gotten stale you look unto Jesus the author and finisher of your faith don't you stop because everybody else has in a mode. Uh, uh, well, I'll do it if I feel like it. I'll, I'll do it when I want to. No, I'll do it because he loves it. Uh, I'll do it because he's satisfied when he sees me dancing and worshiping and praising his name. Uh, he loves our praise. Uh, he inhabits the praise of his people. When our cars are full of praise, uh, when our homes are full of praise, uh, and when our thanksgiving is absolutely core value, uh, I'm here to tell you, God inhabits the praise of his people and where people are not praising him and they're praising humans they're not going to feel the Holy Ghost bringing the word up and giving them joy unspeakable and full of glory there's a revival there's a now revival that's happening and he said these days are going to happen woe Unto you that are rich, for you have received your consolation. Boy, when I read that scripture again recently, and I thought, oh my God, blessed are the poor, 
for they shall see God. The difference is I am rich and increased with goods and I don't have any needs. I want to run the show, but I'm not going to be running in the show. You have received your consolation. Woe unto you that are full. Listen to those woes. You shall hunger. Woe unto you that laugh now. For you shall mourn and weep. When laughing over weird jokes is bigger than laughing at the devil that's trying to kill your kids. (laughs) Can't do it, Buster. We got a bloodline here. Can't do it, Buster. We got the word of God that's a protection, a sword that will devour you, Mr. Devil. You're not coming on these grounds. I'm here to tell you we've got to do what we've got to do to have what we say we want. And that is to seek the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, and praise him with every bit of it. I wish some of you men would stand up and demonstrate it to your family how life is going to be in their home, in our houses, in this assembly. We're not coming here to go coming here. We are going home with joy and with righteousness and with peace and with love and with glory. I'm here to tell you the revival is knocking. People are all looking for a lot of laughter nowadays. But the greatest laugh is when you can laugh at what tried to kill you. (laughs) I watched you almost a year ago rise to laughter over a situation in your life. It's going to still knock on your door. I'm human. I went down the path that you young guys are going through. I I went down that path. I know what that's like. But every time I would conquer it, I felt better about myself. Every time I would conquer it and the tempter would come knock on my door again, I felt like I was backslid. No, I wasn't backslid. I felt it. I knew the difference. I wasn't backslid. I felt what was happening. When you realize it's a temptation of the devil to come into your house and rob you of joy, peace, and righteousness, you are alive as you can be. You're not backslid because the tempter's there you are a you are a a something that he wants to destroy by sending you a signal that you could do that I'm here to tell you we're not going to do it we're going to renounce the things of hidden on dishonesty we're going to renounce the world we're going to renounce those things that used to have us captivated we're coming to the throne room we're going to pray every day in the Holy Ghost we're going to seek the face of God God and the word of God every day in our life I want to see the word because you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free from the law of sin and death whoa listen to this woe when all men speak well of you expect it darkness hates light but light hates darkness but loves the people that are in it. That's a huge Darkness hates light. 
but light shines into darkness and she reveals hope, reveals faith, reveals love, reveals joy, reveals victory. That's why the revival is going to happen. Oh, would you back it up? Just leave those scriptures up there. Each day, there ought to be something inside of us that literally comes flowing. Luke 6 and 20, he lifted up his eyes and said to his disciples, Blessed be ye poor. Watch this. For yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you that hunger now because you're going to be filled. Blessed are you that weep now for you are going to laugh forever because you're going to conquer. You're going to overcome through the weeping. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I said weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. I'm telling you, this night's about over. I said this night is about over. The darkness is about over. Don't sleep the sleep of death right now. Don't you dare go to sleep in the the middle of what's going on right now. All prophecy is being fulfilled. There ought to be something buoyant in the soul of every believer that says, my God, he's doing every bit of it. He read the rights about what's going to happen and it's all falling into place. Evil men shall wax worse and worse. Your phone lines, your 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 TV, your, your websites, they all have all kind of pornography and junk on them. And we've got to keep our kids' eyes off of that stuff if whatever we do we cannot open the door for all that junk and then expect them to live godly and holy and righteous am I preaching too hard for anybody ladies and gentlemen Paul said it to the church at Rome it's high time somebody say it's high time how dark does it have to get before we get our lights brighter it's time to take the bushel off Get the bushel off of the light. That represents flesh covering up what you hide in hope and love and joy. Doesn't mean beat them up. Doesn't mean attack them. You're going straight to hell if you don't do this. No. You make them want it by telling them, I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. Anybody remember that old song? Then a little light from filled my soul. He bathed my and he wrote my and just a little. Oh, some of you singers, go ahead and sing it. I, I sense a Holy Ghost revival breaking loose in every home right now. Did I lose you? That prayer will turn in and you. 
you have a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Ah, the altars are open. Sing it again. Why have don't we stand and sing it? With Jesus. Tell him all Somebody about say revival's here. He will hear because he said in the midst of all of that, I'm about by. to show when up. When you feel a little prayer will turn in. And you. Know a little fire is burning. Oh, yeah. Have a little talk with this Jesus. This altar's open for anybody. If you've never had the Holy Ghost, you can go Have home with it. With never Jesus. been baptized in the Tell name of Jesus, you can get baptized today. We'll if your spirit's getting a little cold, it's a time to set a blaze. When you feel a little prayer will turn in, Woo. you go a little fire is burning. Oh, we got to get back to a lot of altar services. Prayer rooms are ought to be open every service. talk with Jesus. Yes. city and over our place here all of you board members or trustees either one I want you to slip up to the front and I want you to pray a prayer over our city over our church family and over the lost in our city God is hungry come in gentlemen I want these leaders to stand here facing you they give their heart and soul to this Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over our city. 
God, I pray that you would let this church be a light unto this city, God. I pray that you would stir up this people, Lord. Let us take this word and this truth out into this community, oh God. Do not let us go to sleep on your watch. Do not let us fall short of leading your city into your marvelous light, oh God. Stir up the gift inside of us today, oh Jesus. Lord, we need you to be the backbone of us, Lord, as we take this word and this truth out to our community, oh God. God, I pray that you would give this church a backbone, Lord, where we can stand up and resist the forces of hell that are trying to come against us, that are trying to hold our voices short and shy tonight, oh God. Stir us up in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you today, God. Be with our families, God. Be with our homes, Lord. God, be with us on the job as we go into the workplace to witness to others, Lord. God, I pray that you be over our children. Lord, be with them during this Christmas break. Let them get renewed energy so when they go back to school next year, Lord, that they can witness to others. God, I pray a special prayer over our youth group, Lord. Our awesome youth pastor and his wonderful wife, Lord, I pray a hedge of protection over them, Lord. And a hedge of protection over our children, God, Lord. In our children's church, Lord, I pray that you raise up a mighty group of young people, Lord, that are on fire for you, Lord. I pray it every day, God, that you would protect our homes, Lord, our husbands and wives, Lord. God, that you would just protect our families, Lord. Let us reach out to others every day, Lord, that we come in contact with, Lord, that they, they need to know you, Lord. They need to know you, God, Lord. I just pray it all in the name of Jesus, Lord, and I pray a special prayer over our pastor and his wonderful wife, God, Lord, our first lady. Lord, I pray every day, Lord, that you would strengthen them from their head to their toe. Lord, that this next year as we enter in, God, that we're on fire for you more than ever, because we're going to need it, Lord. I thank you, God, every day in Jesus' name. I praise your holy name. Jesus makes it 
grace of God and the peace of God and the glory of God will be in your front and it will be behind you. It will be on either side of you. Just keep it rolling. Let's let this world in on this.